I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. From Barangaroo Studios, the AusBiz COV is the key stuff you need to know about the day in business and finance. Well, hello, hello. You are listening to the COB Podcast here at AusBiz. I'm your host, David Scott, joined today by Annette Beecher. Uh, Annette, uh, look, another positive end to the session here locally. Uh, yeah, dominated once again by quarterly updates that are now coming through thick and fast. Yeah, we I think we had about four or five even uh, before nine o'clock this morning. So a lot to digest, but certainly they weren't all they weren't all one way, put it that way. Um, poor old BHP, bit of a template with with Rio yesterday with that quarterly shrink in production but still keeping full year guidance and just as the market didn't like Rio yesterday it didn't like BHP today. Yeah it was one of the big splats for the session it was uh, down around about three percent also uh, talking about another uh, in another name that splat Megaport. Oh yes that's that uh, takes out honours I think it was down 20 percent or something by the end actually the whole tech sector was down nearly two percent today it was just not a good day for the growth stocks. Yeah, had a good day chat with Claude Walker from A Rich Life uh, to go and round off the day and uh, he had uh, Megaport, a bit of a yarn to go until about, I know <laughs> the uh, the chief executive there was uh, was egging on the short sellers right near uh. the highest last year and uh, I just pointed out that since the highs have struck, uh, that's, that share price is now down a cool 54%. So that Ooh. was the prang of the session. But on the uh, flip side, there was a lot of positivity coming through when it came to those uh, updates. Challenger Financial, uh, having a chat today on the program uh, for a long period of time, mm. all it seemed to be that I was talking about profit downgrade, bad bank behavior, uh, no Royal Commission, bad bank behavior, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then all of a sudden... Um, it's the turnaround story started to go and take place and uh, that share price is really starting to go and come good today up 9.5 percent a nice guidance upgrade there as well and yeah. uh, looking technically on the charts i had gary glover join me today on the trade and uh yeah from a technical setup right, as the well. trend is your friend now yeah it's, uh, it's in a big uptrend well maybe um, all the all the past is behind it because i remember it was almost the poster child of what not to do in the financial services sector and they've certainly cleaned themselves up and moved on of course the other big one today was brambles despite the fact that uh, lumber prices are certainly not helping its cost structure the outlook's pretty bright surprise upside there on turnover and revenues and i think that was number one or two on the uh, ASX 200. Yeah, boring old pallets are up 8.4%, second on the leaderboard when it comes to 200. Uh, Viva Energy also had a nice bump up about 4.6%. Uh, it went and uh, upgraded. When it came to its uh, its margins, it's making on fuel refinery at the moment. So, uh, yeah, a lot, of, uh, a lot of motorists probably not too happy about that, but uh, it's enjoying those tailwinds <laughs> as well. Uh, for what it's worth, uh, Ramsey Healthcare, of course, uh, under subject uh, of an indicative uh, takeover proposal from a KKR-led consortium that came through yesterday, of course. It's up another 3 
3.7% today at 83 bucks and 6 cents closing. So, yeah, inching towards that 88 uh, buck uh, offer price for this stage. We were talking about BHP before. We might as well go and get to it. That was our stock of the day today. Uh, so let's go and have a listen to what our experts had to go and say. Andrew today was when and joined by Nathan Somersundrum from Deep Data Analytics and Howard Coleman from Team Invest to get their take as to whether the big Australian is worth a big buy. Take a listen. Price takers, not price makers. And of course, at the moment, they're doing very well because commodity prices are up, but we don't know that they'll stay up. The best time to buy resource companies is when everybody's saying how disastrously low resource prices are, not when they're talking about how high they are. So, uh, uh, I think it's a great company, but I wouldn't own it in my portfolio. Am I chasing BHP here? Probably not. I'll wait for it to come back. Um, I think you're already seeing um, iron ore starting to uh, top, top around here on the 150 odd, and it's going to come off. China's having a fair amount of lockdown. That's the main user. So when you've got your customer in lockdown, things will get weaker a bit. And the other thing to remember is global growth is coming back. So again, a lot of these things too much priced in, outlook is a bit sketchy, so I'm staying out. Now, fund managers are not going to sell because they've gone up and down, up and down. They're happy to hold because it's a big chunk. So, you know, for a retail investor looking at the long term, I think the commodity cycle still plays out for a while. It's probably the best commodity exposure out there. So there we have it. Uh, experts say if you've got it, don't, it. Don't, don't, don't sell it, <laughs> hold it. If you don't own it, don't buy it. Uh, pretty clear messaging coming through there. Uh, look, uh, that was one of many great chats we had on the program today. Uh, one of those, we had uh, Michael McCarthy from Tiger Broking. He was here in the studio with us. And Ed, and uh, having a chat about all things, what's going on in the growth stocks at the moment in the United States. And so Netflix shed $50 billion, <laughs> US billion, billion dollars, uh, 35% decline recorded overnight. Uh, yeah, lots of other things talking about there. Also, a bit of a technical look at the other uh, local market. That story the is the triple we- top. Yeah, triple top. Have, have a look if you want to see what a triple top is and what it means. Yeah, we closed about 30 points away from fresh record highs today, but uh, hmm. mm-hmm. we'll see whether we get there. Uh, speaking of tech, also, you had a chat with Luke Winchester from Meriwether Capital from lovely Newcastle. Uh, to go and get uh, his take as to whether the, the tech sell-off maybe has just gone a little bit too far. Yeah, it was good actually. We uh, Luke is always good value and he gave us four stocks, four teeny tiny stocks. I personally only knew of one of them, but I guess if you're a small cap expert, you'd probably be across the names. But he said they've all been thrown out with the bathwater, but two names are worth buying and two are not. So you better listen in to find out which ones they are. Andrew Whelan from DP Advisory also joined us in the program to go and discuss, I know, some satellite ETFs, non-core ETF holdings uh, that you may want to consider as well. So Andrew had a good chat with him, the two Andrews going Andrew back to Andrew. and forth. <laughs> uh, look, uh, did you watch the leaders' debate last night, uh, ScoMo versus Albo? Yeah, I, I did, and I guess I was just as unconvinced uh, as that voting public 100 undecided people didn't really give us any. I think it was a 40-40-30 in the end or whatever adds up to 100 uh, yeah, it it was pretty uninspiring. Everyone stuck to their notes. I mean, let's face it, this must be one of the most uninspiring, deliberately bland, as I put in my view today. And just people are looking for independence. So as I just say in my view, just be careful who you vote for, because if you've got a one policy independent, what's their view on the other 90% of policy that needs to be deliberated? Yeah, uh, it's really important to know what you're voting for and uh, where the allegiance is lying. That's a really key one. I know that 
here in Sydney, I don't vote in the electorate, but I live in one of the electorates that's, uh, that's subject to that teal mm. uh, independent uh, push. And uh, certainly I saw some of the, uh, the supporters at uh, a rally and uh, certainly seemed to be one topic and one topic only that was dominating uh, the uh, discussion yep, sure uh, at that one. So keep it close. I might have something to go and say about that at some point in the future as well. We do have plenty of time. Oh, it's unfortunately, weeks. unfortunately weeks. ahead of the, oh, uh, the election. Me, but uh, yeah, it. it's uh, look, we're getting towards the end of the week. Of course, another long let weekend me, coming up in, here. Let me jump in quickly. Oh. We Only because we've had a dearth of macro this week. We had Kiwi inflation this morning at more or less 7%. We had... Uh, Canadian inflation overnight, 7%. We've got our own CPI report out next Wednesday. I know we're all going to enjoy a long weekend ahead of that. But an upside surprise in Aussie might wake up the RBA. So we've been talking about that on and off as well. Yep. So... Focus of tomorrow, we've probably got more earnings to go and digest. We saw Tesla went and smashed uh, the lights yep. out of our... US, US Airlines will be keeping a, an eye on too. Yeah, so uh, plenty to go keep us uh, busy, but uh, it is going to be a bit of a you know, slowish end of the week, but uh, we'll be here to go and cover off that, and of course, and tomorrow afternoon, the last, the last call, call. I dare say we'll probably have uh, more, Look forward more to a than cleanser. a tip or two and, uh, and raise, <laughs> raise a glass to the Antics who were uh, so, so proud for what they've done to this country. And I uh, no, continue have to do so to this very day. Uh, until then, though, we'll uh, we'll go leave it there, and uh, we'll see you bright and early on air at eight thirty tomorrow. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.